You Can Handle Anything, episode number 336. Welcome to the You Can Handle Anything podcast. I'm your host, Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions, keeping you from fully enjoying the moments and people in your life. But I also know that while getting emotionally stuck is inevitable, staying emotionally stuck is a choice. In this podcast, we'll explore the everyday emotional situations we all face, and I'll share with you the tools and strategies I developed that will empower you to feel happier, bring more joy into your relationships, and handle anything that comes your way. Let's get started. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So if you saw the title of this podcast episode, you will know that I am celebrating my 50th birthday. The truth is, when this podcast episode airs, it will only be October 3rd. My actual birthday is October 14th, but I wanted to broadcast this episode with you before my birthday because I'm working on a project relating to it that I wanted to invite you to participate in. And because there's a deadline, I decided to create this podcast for you specifically this week. But before I do, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever felt nervous about something and that nervousness held you back from doing something or saying something to someone or even asking someone for help because you were nervous about how they would respond? That's called getting stuck on nervousness. And it happened to me just last week. Let me explain. So if you are a long-term listener of this podcast, you'll know that I have a passion for creating music. Specifically, what I enjoy most is putting tunes to words that come from the prayer book or from the book of Psalms. This is a hobby that I developed only over the past five years or so, and it's something that I'm really passionate about, specifically because it's not like I just create music and it stays within the walls of my home. No, what happens is I share my tunes with the people in my community. For those of you who don't know, I live on a small kibbutz in Israel. And then we actually use these tunes in our prayer services. I feel very, very fortunate for living in such a warm and open-minded community that allows for new tunes to be brought in. And so this process happens to be very motivating because I'll share a tune with one of the prayer leaders and then they'll try it out it's often well-received, and that motivates me to create more. And so over the past five years or so, I've composed hundreds of tunes. Hundreds. It's a gift that I just treasure. And usually how it works is I start with words. That is, I never write the lyrics to the tunes, but I find words that speak to me. And then I sit down at the piano or the keyboard or I pick up the guitar And I just play around with some chords until something strikes me that just feels right for those words. And then I record the tune into my phone so I don't forget it. And then, like I said, I share it with the people in my community, and then they often get used in our prayer services. Now, I have one friend in my community who has been encouraging me for months and months to record my tunes somewhere, somehow, so that people could have easy access to them if, you know, they want to listen to them while they're doing the dishes or while driving. But also she said, you know, if you record your tunes and post them publicly, then other people around the world could also benefit from hearing them too. And each time she spoke to me about this, I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, because 
you know, going into a recording studio and recording tunes properly so I could put them on Spotify, that costs a lot of money. And I don't have money for that. And then just before this summer, I had an idea. Why don't I create a crowdfunding campaign in honor of my 50th birthday? And for those of you who are unfamiliar with crowdfunding, that's basically a way for people to receive funds to create projects and bring them out to the world. There's usually a specific time period that you do this in, like 30 days. And by the end of that time, if you reach your goal, you collect the money and you use it towards your project. And if you don't reach your goal, then you don't. And so I decided that's what I want to do. I don't need birthday presents. I don't need to go on a vacation. I don't need a surprise party. And I don't need to go to a fancy restaurant to celebrate. What I want to do is record one of my original tunes a week for 50 weeks. That's it. That's what I want to do. But again, in order to make that happen, I need support. And here's where my story comes in. So I went to the crowdfunding website and I created my campaign and I put in all the details and I clicked publish. And then I started to reach out to my family and some of my oldest friends, people I knew for sure would support me. It certainly wasn't going to help me reach my final goal, but it would give me a good start so that when others come to see the campaign, it would show that there's interest because that's important, right? People don't wanna support something that doesn't seem like it's going to succeed. Long story short, about a week after I started this process, I posted something on Facebook about it, and one of my friends reached out saying to me that she was sad that she didn't know about it earlier. Now, there were lots and lots and lots of people who did not know about this campaign yet. I didn't even tell you, my dear podcast listeners. But there was something specific about this situation, and that is that I got stuck on being nervous, reaching out not only to this particular friend, but to a few others. I was nervous that they would feel like I was being a nudge or that I would be making them feel uncomfortable. And so I didn't reach out to them at first, assuming that they would eventually hear about it. And then, you know, the ball would be in their court to choose whether or not they wanted to support me. I was stuck. And while My friend didn't realize I was necessarily stuck. She helped me see it. And when I noticed it, I got myself unstuck using the unstuck method. And I uncovered that I believed I am responsible for how other people feel. When the truth of the matter is, I'm not. I'm never responsible for how other people feel. And that's because I can't make people feel any certain way. The way you feel comes from your own brain. It doesn't come from outside of you. And with that insight, I apologized to my friend. Again, even though she didn't quite know or understand all of this, I explained it to her. And I told her I was grateful for her honesty and also for not getting stuck in not knowing earlier. And that was it. I was kind to myself for not being bold and fearless when I knew I could have been. And so I want to invite you now to consider where in your life can you be bold and fearless instead of being stuck in nervousness? Can you think of different areas of your life where you would want to show up like that? Now, this is a great segue because now it's my time to be bold and fearless. My dear podcast listeners, I would like to invite you 
to help me celebrate my 50th birthday by taking part in this project that I am hoping to bring to the world. I'm currently at about 40% and I only have 11 days left. Every dollar counts. You can pledge any amount, but there are different rewards if you pledge at a certain amount. For instance, if you pledge $50, which is essentially a dollar a day for 50 weeks, in addition to receiving a link of one new song a week for 50 weeks, that's equivalent to five CDs of songs, you will also receive an invitation to virtually come with me into the recording studio. In other words, my plan is to make a video of what it looks like to record one tune, starting from the drive from my kibbutz to the recording studio, meeting the sound master, taking you inside the actual recording studio, and watching the sound master edit the song. I think that's pretty cool. And if you pledge at 120, you'll get all of that. Plus, I will compose a new song for you or for a loved one. All you need to do is provide me the words and I will create a special new tune just for you. I'm so excited about the people who have chosen that level and I actually started working on one of those tunes for that special person already. And the highest level of support includes a two-hour chanting experience with me in Israel or in New Jersey. So here we go, my dear friends. Here's the moment where I'm choosing to be bold. Would you please consider before you do anything else today, clicking on the link in the show notes below, or if you don't see a link in the show notes, you can reach out to me personally, either via my website, shiragora.com, or on Instagram. And would you consider helping me celebrate my 50th birthday? If I have touched you in any way in your life, if you participated on a retreat with me, if you worked with me one-on-one, if you joined a live workshop with me, if you're a member of my community, the Living Deliberately Circle, if you're a long-term listener to this podcast, or even if you're brand new and I've made a difference in your life, if I've helped you get unstuck, if I've helped you improve a relationship, if I've helped you feel better at any moment, would you please consider sharing your gratitude with me by supporting me in this project in any way you can. Again, every dollar counts. I am still 60% from my goal. And if every single podcast listener pledges just $10, I will be on my way to reaching my goal. What I can promise you is that no matter what, I will continue to show up here weekly and share my teachings with you. I will continue to motivate and inspire you to handle the everyday emotionally challenging situations you face in your life. This is my gift to you and to the world. If you would like to give back to me in honor of my birthday, I would be so grateful. Thank you so much for your consideration. I hope I'll be sending a thank you note to you real soon. I look forward to being back here next week.